Hey everybody, hope you're doing well. It is Friday, January 14th at 8.44 p.m. Your number seven Purdue Boilermakers have just absolutely whipped up on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Uh, a lot of people thought it'd be uh, a bit of a, a get-healthy game, uh, a game where Purdue could get back to what made them great. And it was that in a lot of ways, and we'll talk about that. Before I get into the post-game and get into the stats and all the stuff that was fun, uh, let me thank our sponsors. Martin Vintage, martinvintage.com, enter Boiled, 15% off at checkout. Uh, Gridiron Metalworks, uh, enter Boiled at checkout there, 15% off. Um, somebody asked me, how's, how's Derek doing? Because he hadn't tweeted in a while. He's doing great, just FYI. Talked to him today, so... Just for those of you out there who are checking, he's doing great. Company's doing great, and um, and finally, um, uh, uh, AJ's, my pal Adam, and uh, AJ's eatajs.com. Head over there for a pint, a burger, some beef, some uh, mac and cheese bites, and some wonderful television. Enjoy mini games at, at one time. Eatajs.com, right on campus. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, your Purdue Boilermakers uh, doing what they what they did earlier in the season. And I'm going to get to a big wild theory here in a minute. It's really not wild theory at all, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I think is happening right now in God's country. Uh, first off, Purdue wins. Um, what was the final score? 92-65. I've actually got the wrong stats up, which is interesting. Um, but... They're not right. I don't know if it's mid-game or what just happened, but um, I'm going to get them here. 92-65, Purdue wins. This is going to be a lot better um, uh, if I can get it to work. So, 92-65, Purdue wins. Uh, Zach Eady was absolutely dominant. Um, Trey Williams played great in stretches in the first half, especially off the bench. Um, Purdue played Purdue played a, a game a lot like what they were playing uh, early in the season, they uh, were very deep into the bench. They, in fact, brought the third line in. Those guys came in, and even a couple of them had buckets, right? We had two of those guys have buckets. Yeah, Barrett had a layup. Yep, uh, let's see. Uh, Barrett had a layup, looked like he was trying to dunk, and uh, couldn't quite get there, but made the layup. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's the only one. But Purdue played really, really well. I'll give you a couple things that I thought were just excellent. One of the big ones was seeing Eric Hunter reemerge as an offensive threat. That uh, was really, really good to see. And also his defense was good. Um, he was uh, in passing lanes all day long. Let's see. Um, he didn't get any credit for any steals, but he was very, very uh, energetic on defense, and that defense creates offense. Hunter finished with eight points, uh, three rebounds, and a couple assists with no turnovers. Um, that's that's a nice stat line for Hunter from where he's been. Maybe a good step forward to get him back to where he should be and where I think he's capable of being during the Big Ten season. Another guy that took one of those steps, uh, Brandon Newman, in relatively uh, high minutes, right, for the last couple games especially. I think he was on the bench the entire last game. No minutes last game. And today, um, it's not giving me the minute count yet, but he had six points. Four rebounds, two steals, just one turnover, um, and that's good to see. I just I'm uh, I'm a big fan of Newman, and um, I think he's really really important to uh, to Purdue being a deeper good team. Part of the reason I think Purdue has been somewhat limited in these games when they've struggled is the shooting hasn't been there, and in games where let's say Sasha isn't hitting his three, there was nobody there behind him uh, for a couple games. You had. Isaiah Thompson has kind of been nowhere from three. He did that again. He was 0 for 6 from three. I just realized this. Um, so I'm looking at these stats live for the first time. Huh? 
a quiet over six, but he missed a couple open ones. I can remember one of the keys uh, to the early season success was Ivy would get so far into the defense, draw a double or triple team, and then dish it out to Thompson. Then Thompson would knock down those, knock down those threes. Well, tonight he did that. He dish it out either Thompson or Stefanovic. Those two combined for one of thirteen from three. And Purdue still absolutely rolled Nebraska. So that tells you it could have been worse. This could have been a much worse game, I think, for Nebraska, which is hard to believe. I think um, Purdue really wasn't hitting threes at all. Let's look at the total. They were uh, 31% from three. They shot a lot of them, 9 of 29. Um, the best from three was Newman, uh, 2 for 4. Actually, Gillis also was 2 for 4. So uh, Gillis had a solid game again, 8 points, 7 rebounds, an assist, 2 steals. Um, uh, Ivy played a great first half. Great first half. He had 14 points in the first half. He ends the game with 17. LBD, who's off camera here, he and I were talking about this, how Ivy has a tendency to have one really good half and one half that's not as noteworthy. Right? And this is another one of those where he blasted out of the gates, 14 points, um, really, really excellent uh, first half. So he finishes with 17 points, five assists, four rebounds, a steal, um, and just one turnover. Now, that's a, that is a very good game because he eliminated a lot of those turnovers, which has been a bit of a problem for him at different times of the season. So that's a great game. Um, uh, Williams, have, Williams had a great first half, 10 points, five rebounds, three assists. I think he had, yeah, one turnover confirmed there. Um, and he was, he was throwing some really good uh, passes out of the post, which he always does. But he had a really dominant about three or four minutes in the first half that really kind of was like rocket fuel for Purdue, put them over the hump. Caleb first had a really good second half. He finished with 10 points, uh, a couple rebounds, but he was in the right place, right time a lot. I felt like... Yes, yes, and first is the designated guy for that third line when they come in. Um, first is generally the fifth guy, and he played a lot of minutes tonight, which is really, really a good step forward because they had been limiting him as he recovered from COVID, and uh, he looked great. He looked active. Um, he's getting back again. Another guy getting back to where he needed to get to. Purdue has a very good test on Monday, an unusual noon tip-off. On Martin Luther King Day versus Illinois, that'll be a tough one. Uh, that's a, that's yeah. We'll find out where it is. Just one second. Um, but the the big stories, of course, in this game, the big story um, to me, of course, is uh, Zach Eady in like 21 minutes. Okay, in 20 minutes, Zach Eady had 22 points, nine rebounds, two block shots. That's good if you're into that sort of thing, and I kind of am. Zach Eady keeps doing this, where he is just playing uh, huge with limited minutes. He, uh, he and Williams, are they, they split and we create just an absolute beast of a, of a power forward center. They combined for 32 points tonight and 14 boards. That's, that's awesome. And I think that's in about 36, 35 minutes of total action. I don't have the, the minutes down here yet, but I don't think Williams played a ton in the second half. it's probably 38 this time. Okay. So LBD guesses is about 38 minutes, but we still don't have the official minutes posted here where I'm looking. Um, but a good game for Purdue. One of the, my big complaints in the last couple has been that uh, free throw shooting has been really lousy, really um, inconsistent, and um, it's hurt them because they've been down in the 60s. This game, they shot uh, 70, a little over 70%, so they put 19 to 27. They went to the free throw line a lot. 
they were fouled a ton in the first half. It really looked like Nebraska was cruising towards a uh, similar game to Wisconsin with three or four guys fouling out. Slowed way up on that uh, for multiple reasons. Uh, but uh, Purdue shot well, though. 49% from the field, really poorly again uh, for many guys from three, uh, 31% from three. Um, but a big victory. Purdue improves to 14-2 on the season. They are still seventh in the nation, and uh, Nebraska falls to six and twelve. Uh, they're just they're just not that good. I don't know how else to say it nicely. It's an amazing thing to me. We talked about this before off off camera. The guys at BS and I, I said, man, they got to feel really bad for uh, getting rid of uh, Tim Miles. Uh, Tim Miles always seemed to be a likable guy. Uh, Tim Miles was like 500 exactly this time at Nebraska. He went to the tournament one time. They had a good Big Ten tournament run. And he's out, and he's coaching out west someplace. We saw that San Jose State. State. Um, And so just in case you're curious, because you like Tim Miles, because he's a likable guy. But they got out of that because they saw the opportunity to get Fred Hoiberg. And Fred Hoiberg has been an absolute disaster for Nebraska. Oh, that's an interesting. So somebody said the uh, during the game, if you watched it on television, which most of you probably did, but if you weren't paying attention, that's okay. Um, what a good point that might be why he doesn't do as well as he used to is that um, the mayor used to be really good at getting guys in the transfer was it not the transfer portal, but um, whatever they called it when you there was no portal back then, um, and he would get uh, the the grad transfers. He was really really good at that kind of non conventional team building at Iowa State. Now he's on a field where everybody's looking at that transfer portal, and he hasn't been able to do quite as much. Ironically, though, one of their best players, Nebraska's best players, is that, uh, is it Williams or? Uh, it's uh, that doesn't help at all. He's, he, he played at Tennessee a couple of years ago, and um, he, um, uh, he looks like ODB from Wu-Tang Clan. But he's a big, strong guy. Um, he did not play well. He fouled out. Walker. Um, Walker, he fouled out of the game early. He was in foul trouble very early. Um, had two fouls within like the first four or five minutes of the game. So he was limited. Uh, but Purdue looked like a different team. The defense was dialed in. The energy was way up. Uh, Painter was mic'd up. If you didn't get to watch the game, I'd say go back and find one because it's really entertaining, if nothing else. Some very funny things. I mean, I can't imagine if I was mic'd up during any period of time, it's longer than like five minutes, how embarrassing I would be. But... Painter did pretty well and was very entertaining. Uh, got a couple people here live with a couple comments. Um, ben Cotton, let's see, I'm going to read these live. Uh, Martin had a feed to first late, and if that's what you were thinking of. Um, oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it, Ben. So Chase Martin had a, had a feed to uh, Caleb first, and that is exactly what I'm thinking of. Um, it's neat to see Chase Martin out there anytime. It's amazing how much smaller than his dad he is. Um, but anyway, uh, Ben Cotton also says... Uh, uh, that was also, Barrett did that as well and had another assist, but I do remember Chase Martin's. Um, uh, MHC says, where can I buy, uh, grab a burger or pint after the game? Well, I would, I would of course, go to AJ's. I think it's, a, it's the greatest burger and pint place you're going to find. Good luck finding a better one. Um, but, I mean, you also get some Italian beef or some, you know, some mac and cheese bites. or there, What else? What do you like there? Something else you like, LVD? Uh, I get the mac and cheese bites. Yeah. I just got a burger. I yeah, he's got a burger, but you got that. Uh, it was kind of a funny burger. Yeah. Pizza burger. Pizza burger. Pizza burger. He liked it. Anyway, so, um, but big win for Purdue. They roll on. They get Illinois at Illinois on Monday at a noon tip-off. Be ready if you work. Have that, get into like early NCAA tournament mode. Try to find a place to 
watch it and listen to it if you're actually at the office. I know most people are not. Yeah, Notre Dame plays Howard. It's a double header. It's a made-for-TV event. Someone asked me on Twitter why is that happening. That's why it's happening. Uh, Melissa Hunt, great comment. Painter mic'd up. Should happen every game. Uh, funny but also educational. Agreed. It was great. Um, uh, he was he was awesome and uh, very entertaining, very fun. Uh, I think he's a hilarious person uh, when he wants to be and when he doesn't want to be alike. I I find myself thinking Painter's funny. Uh, so another comment from. Uh, uh, ben Cotton, absolutely. The Euro Burger at AJ's is top shelf, and it is. It's excellent. Um, it's double the meat, which is a good thing. Uh, MHC, it was fun to be back in Mackey for a game. Uh, was really pulling hard for Newman and others to produce in a blowout and get some confidence, and they did just that. Just for you. Just for you, MHC. And uh, it, it was a fun game. I'm sure it was fun to be in Mackey. I'm sure it was electric. Um, my picture with this post is a picture of the paint crew that um, uh, Boiler Ball posted on the uh, Twitter feed. And the paint crew is a 10 to 15 point swing. I tried to post something this afternoon talking about some of the woes that some really good teams have had. I incorrectly said they were number one, all of them. But if you look... Duke at number two lost to Miami at Cameron. Uh, Purdue at number three loses to um, Wisconsin at Mackey. And Baylor at number one loses to... Uh, Stanford, right? No. no. It's uh, Texas Tech. Texas Tech at home. So you have three teams that lost at home that were in the top three um, in about a three-week period. Pretty incredible. I think one thing is two of those three did not have their student... Uh, section, which is just an absolute difference maker. So um, it's crazy. Mackey Arena is a different place to the students. I was at Mackey for the Incarnate Word game when they didn't have uh, students. And I can tell you, it does not feel at all the same. And um, some of the inherent uh, advantage that Mackey Arena is, is actually not only the amount of of the paint crew that's so down low, which is good. They changed that about seven, eight years ago. But also, the organization of the paint crew, they're so darn good at getting in other teams' heads. It really matters. So, uh, love that group. Glad to see them back. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh, thanks for uh, coming to the site. Uh, appreciate you being here. Everybody who's live, thanks for tuning in. Everybody who's not live, thanks for tuning in, listening, watching. Always appreciate it. Uh, have a great weekend. Hammer down, boiler up. God bless you. We'll talk soon. See ya.